Yes! I love this. <laughs> Five hours 47 of lawn mowing noises. <laughs> oh shit! Might rethink my lawn mowing career, mate. <laughs> These sounds can calm your mind and help cover up unwanted distractions. Shit. I would be a focused lawnmower. <laughs> you would, mate, I no doubt. <laughs> Welcome back. You are listening to another episode of the keepthechange.co.nz podcast. Mikey's in the studio. <laughs> Mowing the lawns. <laughs> He's brought us lawnmower. Oh, dear. He's going to take us through Mikey's mowing business. I think we're just going to, because we get all these questions, right? How to start a business, and people are looking for <laughs> looking for this edge. So I thought, what's like the most basic thing I can think of? And, you know, I needed my lawns mowing the other day. And I put up on my Instagram, does anyone have a young guy that's keen to do it or whatever, trying to get some hustle? And there are a few, but not in Auckland, unfortunately. Um, so we got one of the greenkeepers at the local golf club to come over and do it. <laughs> but, nice. you know... Um, I thought about it and I, because I said to these young guys, I was like, if you come and do it, I'll teach you how to sell the whole street because I like selling, right? Um, and I thought, you know, let's just give out free alpha on how to get a small business going that's going to be worth a few hundred thousand dollars over the next couple of years. Let's rip into it. And yeah. I'll try, as you explain it, I'll try and pull out the principles that we could then apply to yep. any business. Yeah. So I, in my head, it was, I want to make a hundred grand. And I have no skill, no qualification. All I understand is I'm basically just a gorilla and I can push around a little more, right? Yep. Yeah. 100 so, grand of income a year. Like yeah, 100 grand of yeah, salary. I thought, yep. I thought 100 grand would be like a nice baseline. We're all after that six figure thing, right? Yep. So <clears throat> my dream is lawn mowing business. Um, at the beginning, I'm not thinking about, you know, registering for GST or any of this. I'm thinking about, how I can make money doing this. Um, from what I've learned, looking at it now, I'd be like, right, the first thing I need to work out is what the cost of my lawns um, and what you can charge people for mowing lawns. To my surprise, it was quite expensive. Um, I think I would work out a few things. I'd, I'd say like a, a medium affluent or medium sort of middle class street in Auckland, you could probably charge 140 bucks. To mow the grass. Yeah. Is that out the front too, on that little curb, that little real berm. annoying bit? Yep. Yeah, the berm. Yeah, the berm. 140, okay. Yep. Um, and there's different pricing around. I saw some down at like 85. Um, How were you finding this? Were you, were you jumping on Google? Yeah, there's yeah. Google and, and yep. you know, get prices and quotes and stuff like that. Sweet. Um, and then there's other ones that are like 200 plus premium packages and all this. And I think you could probably, in my head, I'd be like, right, the pricing's 85, 140, 200. 200 is, uh, you know, premium package, which means we'll do the edges of your hedges or whatever it is. So if we use the middle of the range at 140, in my mind, I'm like running running a car is 10 grand in fuel and rego a year, but we're probably doing lawn mowing and the fuel in the lawn mowers. We're going to double that. So we've got, you know, $20,000 a year in fuel expenses. Yep. I think... At one forty per lawn, I could mow six lawns per day. So I'm looking at six 
six lawns is $840 a day. I'm lazy, so I'm only going to do a part-time week and do five days. Yep. So that's $4,200 a week. And I'm going to take four weeks off at Christmas, so I'm only going to work 48 weeks in a year. Okay? Yep. So we've got $200,000 effectively in revenue. Now, where where the costs and things will come unstuck, first of all, you're going to need to buy a van. Then you're going to need a lawnmower, and you're always going to need a backup lawnmower. Because if your lawnmower fucks out on site, you can't leave someone's lawns half done. It's not providing value. Nice. So you need a backup lawnmower. You need a weed trimmer. You need a leaf blower. These are the very basics. We're just getting going here, right? You can just yep. decide to scale if you want to and buy more tools and things later on. We're literally getting going. So startup costs are about... F- I reckon I could... I personally reckon I could do it for under 20 rand. Okay. Van and tools. Um, And then we don't care about sign writing or any of this fancy... You don't need a business logo. You've got to think, right, I've got a business idea that can make 200 grand in revenue. I'm going to have fuel costs of a minimum of 20 grand. Um, I'll, I'll talk to you about the next part in that because that could accelerate quite a bit. Um, you're going to have maintenance costs, working on your lawnmowers, servicing, keeping your blades sharp, mate. Yep, good. Probably taking a bit of shit to the dump now and then, you know, if you've... It's going to wonder there, yep. we're throwing that over the fence or... Yeah, yeah. So you've got to think about that kind of stuff. Um a lot of sort of medium to affluent areas have compost bins that you can rinse their own stuff, but I've got miscellaneous expenses and maintenance at 10 grand a year, you know, just generalised. Yep. So I know that at a minimum we're going to be around 30 to 40 grand in very basic expenses. Um, and petrol in terms of using and lawnmowers and things like that, I think that could accelerate. And the way one of the ways I thought to keep it down was to sell a street. Smart. Yeah. So I've worked out that there's there should be if I'm running that, and even if I fucked up my very basic expenses for a year, I will make a hundred grand because I'm charging at two hundred. I'm going to have forty or fifteen costs. Even if I get surprises, um, I mean, having that extra thirty or forty or fifty grand in the tank based on revenue. Up front, you know, I'm. I know that, you know, I might not have to mow, on Fridays, or I, if I don't get as much business or whatever, I'm going to be okay. So I've got that extra margin in there that I'm comfortable yep. with. Um, the next part that would be important to me would I, I thought about it would be efficiency, right? Because I don't think there's enough margin in the lawn mowing game to do one set of lawns in Orewa, and the next sort of lawns in Pukekohe. Great point. Because that would be silly. When you start out and you say yes to every job, you can get, I did this in the mortgage game and I think you would probably get sucked in if you're starting on lawns. Yep. I would really put some effort and time into my pitch to sell my first lot and I would try and pitch a whole street. So I'd know that next Tuesday when I come see Johnny at 23 Joe Street, that I'll go next door after. In the, in the next door after or two doors down after yep. so you can get a whole street done in one day so I'd be working on that and the way that I'd pitch the street because I've worked out my margin I've worked out that it's a viable business in my head and it I can back myself to pull it off is I'd go and pick the street so I'd have a bit of a drive around and 
unlike everyone that would be looking for lawns that aren't mowed, I'd be looking for lawns that are pretty pretty decent. I'd find a street that had it looked to me like I had a bit of wealth. Um, and I'd find the nicest, well-kept house on that street. And I'd go knock on their door. And I'd say, G'day, John Key. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> and um, I would say, look, mate, I'm a lawnmower company. I think, honestly, your lawns do look nice, but I honestly think I can do a better job. And I don't want anything from you, but I would like to do them next time you'd like them done. And it'll be free of charge so I can show you that what I do is better than you. Right? Everyone on this street, by the way, already has seen John Key's house and it's always kept really nice. Yeah. So, of course, John will let you mow his lawns next time because it's free and he's getting better than what he's come to expect from his current lawnmower man. Now, when you go and mow his lawns next week and you do a really good job, that's when you start the street pitch. And you go knock on every door and you say, G'day Josie, how are ya? Um, just wanted to let you know, I'm the lawnmower man that does John Key's lawns. And you can see over there now that they're a really nice job. Um, I'd do a bit of a an emotional grab. I'd say, look, when I was growing up, we, we really cared about our lawns. Um, we didn't have much money or whatever. And it was something that we were really proud of, keeping our house tidy. And obviously, I've taken it to the next level. I'm doing it for a business now. I look after John's. I'd really like to try and make your house and street appeal look like that. Boom. Josie's going to pay your top package, mate. She's going to pay 200 Jesus, Josie. Yeah. And then you just run that the whole street. Down to Helen Clark's place across the road on the yeah. diagonal. Yeah. Hello. So I feel like I'd have the pitch. I've got the business model. Um, and I'd, I'd be away. Yeah. I think you'd pick up and learn stuff along the way because I wouldn't have taken something into account. You've got to allow for that, but that's the risk that you're taking going into a lawnmowing business. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bulletproof model and if you did growth year over year, you'd be able to sell it for a few hundred thousand dollars at least. Mm. Um, someone would pay for a business that has continuously been growing since you started it four years down the track. If you got it to the point where you're making 100 or 120 grand a year mowing lawns, um, you've got good equipment, a tidy van. It looks like you've got a, a regular database and repeat clients. It's almost a subscription model. Um, someone will pay you three or four hundred grand for that. So you've paid, you, you can make a hundred grand a year or one hundred and twenty grand a year, and then in four or five years you can bin it for three or four hundred grand, and all of a sudden you're a top one percenter in New Zealand. Just like that. Just like that. How to become in the top one percent of wealth? <laughs> Vice mowing people's lawns. <laughs> yeah. Outstanding. Do you like that? Yeah, I do, mate. That's really cool. I think it's a really basic way to break down like how simply you can look at something and just turn it into a business plan. Yeah. I mean it's not a really good business plan, like it's not a rock solid one, but I don't really can't really pick too many holes in it. No. Um and you know, as you were doing it in your first year, you'd pick up on stuff. Exactly. You'd be you'd be like, shit, I keep getting asked about this bloody high hedge so you'd know that you'd need to go get an extendable bloody hedge trimmer and you'd just charge everyone 35 bucks just to quickly trim mm. the top of their hedge every time you did it you know because everyone in wealthy areas has high hedges <laughs> <laughs> <Do they? laughs> I need to start driving around 
spotting some of these yeah. joints. But that's where you can upsell as well, right? Correct. Oh, you'd like me to do that? Of course I can. I'll yeah. to, oh, that's going to take me half an hour. You got another $50 note there, Josie. Yeah. Well, Josie also has a hole in her fence just because the paling's fallen off, so you can nail that back up. Yeah. You know? And all of a sudden, there's value being provided and all sorts of things. Um, I'd, I'd probably go down the road of really trying to focus on uh, street appeal. Yeah. Because I think that people enjoy a bit of status like status is real and if your house looks really nice it's something you can tell your friends and I think that's how word of mouth would get built over time um, because you know Josie would be like had friends come around on Sunday and they'd be like shit Josie who your did this place looks bloody immaculate doesn't it yeah. oh yeah that's Mikey he's he came round. He he's the lawnmower from John Key's house. They'll say, "Oh, <laughs> I thought Tax. I thought John's boy Tax Key used to uh, used to do the lawns." No, no, we've got Mikey doing yeah, them now. Yeah, he's mowing Here's the his grass. number. Yeah, Give him a call. Good looking bloke too. Yeah, I'd be. An, and do you know what I reckon would be one of the easiest wins with lawns? Get real rigged and do it with your kid off. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. But I think it's an easy social media play, eh? Yeah, definitely. Before, before or after. and after is a go-to. And nice. I, think, um, I think people actually like labour work. Like a lot of the social media pages that seem to catch my attention are people, well, it's probably just because of the way I'm wired with cars and things, but people doing like mechanical work and like little hacks and things like that. And if you showed that on social media, I think you'd have a fair bit of growth. Yeah. Um, not that it would matter because I think you'd only need three or four streets, mate. You three know, or four? F- fortnightly. I'll be here every fortnight. Yeah. We'll set up direct debit, whatever, you know, afterpay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like it. You know, like I'm starting to scale now. Even a cul-de-sac rather than a street because it's a lot more visible for oh. everyone in the street. Oh, what's what are they doing over there at number nine? You know, it's yeah. just. Uh, I mean, this is a. I like a, the efficiency play. It's key. Yeah, it is because you could blow out running around Auckland all over the place trying to get to your next lawn to mow, and mm. you know people don't want them lawns mowed at eight thirty at night. Like Mikey's way of Mikey's way of working wouldn't probably work. Like. They'd prefer that you mow them during the day while they're at work, not while they're sitting down having dinner. Yep. Um, so you'd have to be conscientious of that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I think uh, it's a bulletproof business model of how to make 500 grand over five years. Bulletproof. Bulletproof. If anyone would like a startup loan to help <laughs> and, and do this, we'll take a well, stake in the business. Well, the other thing is, is if you had something like that and you wanted to bin it after four or five years and it was very tidy... And obviously, is consistent and everything. People, whoever's buying it, would be able to probably get finance on the purchase. Mm. So that brings in a bigger market for you to sell to. You're going to sell the business tax free as well, which would be nice. Imagine having five hundred grand come into your account. You've just put it like four or five years of work in, and you've been making like a hundred to one hundred twenty grand a year, which is not to be laughed at. Yeah. And then you sell it, and then you don't, and then you just get four hundred grand in your account, mate. You've made it sound so easy. Well, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it, and I think it's important to recognize that it actually is easy. Um, you'd get sweaty and probably quite fit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard, probably quite hard labor. Um, but it's not hard. It's very basic, very, very simple equation. Uh, it comes down to like how many lawns you want to mow, really. Exactly. There's not, there's not a shortage of work. And you could always hire someone. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're going into Luke's brain. <laughs> Let's but, get seven, start a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's some thoughts uh, from what you're saying. So 
I know that this could work, and the reason I know that this could work is because I've seen the accounts of a commercial lawnmower. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some things that you've overlooked as well, Good. but uh, we'll mark you on your homework towards the end. <laughs> I also have seen a person scale a cleaning business, mm. and it is exactly like you say, automatic payments, set up, set and forget, and, mm. it's, and they're trusting people to come into their house. You know... I would have thought not that many people would give you a spare set of keys and go, yep, you can have them all. Mm. But the problems that come with scaling a business like that are not the things that you'd think about. As an example, you would say, oh, great, we need like, you know, we need access to your house. Oh, we got there and they, uh, they weren't there. Fuck, okay, let's make sure we always get a spare key. Mm. Okay, you do that. The customer says, before I give you a spare key, where do all these live? How do I know that you're not just gonna like someone's not gonna break into your business and have mm-hmm. all these keys to places because you've got the the you've got the address written yep. down on them? Yep. You're like, oh Jesus, need a safe. Yeah. And then now I need some security and whatnot. But that's that's like big scale, right? But it's always that's why it's so important to just get started and then figure all that shit out as you go because you're not actually going to. You can't know that stuff. No, no. You actually have to find that out on the run. And efficiency, one of their problems for this business was they really wanted to look after their staff. So they'd say to the, they, all of the vehicles were in one area and they said, look, we'll start, we'll let you take them home so you can go direct to your job in the morning. This was great with a few people mm. when it started to scale. Like, how are we not doing as much work? What's happening here? Oh, shit. Sally lives over here. Her first job is way over there. Mm. By the time she gets there, then she comes back over here, and some people had done three cleaning jobs by the time Sally had done one, mm. um, because she was taking the vehicle back to then be safe. Mm. So then they had to go back to okay, let's centralise it all again. We know you've all got to come here to go to work, and then you can go out. And then they've got to they actually had to build out a process of right. Let's actually make sure we can add more margin back into this business by keeping it very efficient. Mm. So. They've had to get that lesson to then learn about efficiency. You're thinking about efficiency from the start, like let's sell the street and let's do this. Ah, uh, yeah. It's only because I found out the hard way in the mortgage game as well. Yeah. I probably... But yeah, that was the first thing I thought of. Is like it's not a giant revenue game, um, but it's basically a service that can guarantee you income, so you probably want to be watching your costs, and yep. that was one of the first things I thought of. The other thing to be mindful of of a business like this is that often when you don't have money, you have a scarcity mindset, and framework, so then you think, oh, surely like they're not all going to want their gardens to be done or their their lawns to be mowed, and so you're going to get a no and going to be like, told you, like, knew it, this street, nah, you know, and so mm. you've got to get through some of those no's, and I remember going to a house sit, and they said, look, you know, you'll be, you'll just, you'll have the place to yourself. Oh, but just a heads up, the cleaner comes on the Friday. I'm like, oh, you got a cleaner? Like, oh, shit. And they're like, oh, also, the gardener's coming on Tuesday. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck, I got a gardener? Like, oh, shit. I think as well, the spa cleaner, that's a different guy. He's coming on next Thursday. <laughs> so you might just want to make a note of that so you don't get a fright when they come. And there was someone else. There was something, there was another person that would come. But basically they had... The single house is paying multiple salaries. Yeah, and I'm thinking, wow, I wonder if one person could do all of those things hmm. and then wrap it all up. But they're all different things. But... You know, you, you also don't know what other people would uh, like done for them. I would pick a, an area where it's more older people and then mm. given a bit of a charmer, I'd go and try and win, win them over. 
uh, and use my skill set there. But I like your approach too. So I don't think, you know, I think there's different ways that you could do it. It could even be that you go into a street where you know a couple of people and they trust you. So then you know you can get some runs on the board early. Yep. But one of the principles you said there was basically give value up front first. So I'll mow your lawns for free. I'll show you that I can do a better job. Yep. Then you're going to pour your heart and soul into making sure you do a better job. This one has to be perfect. Mm. This first one, this is the most important lawn, lawn lawns you will ever mow in your life. Yeah. I like that, mate. So I circled that. Uh, six lawns per day. I thought that was pretty ambitious. Really? Yeah. Nah, easy. Six hour day, maybe? What, you reckon like 45 minutes per? Yeah. Stop for a feed? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what a normal person does in a day? No. Oh. It's part time. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> here's here's the big thing you might have missed, mate. Uh-oh. Well, there's two things. Oh, no. No, there's actually three problems that people would give you. Uh, winter? Mm-hmm. Wet. Flymo. What? Flymo. What's that mean? A flymo. It's like a hovercraft mower. Really? Yeah. Outstanding. Do you not have one? Mate, I live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a robot to bloody um, do the vacuuming. <laughs> so we solved that problem. Flymo. What yeah. do those cost? It's so cool, man. Flymo's awesome. Yeah. I do think they're a bit harder to get now. Gotcha. I think you can only get electric ones. Wow. But I've, yeah, you definitely want one. Could you go to the street, sell all these people, and then get them, and then actually find out when they're not going to be there, and then when they're not there, set up your... Uh, robot um, lawnmower. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Get them all done. <laughs> Sit in the van doing whatever, trading crypto. I mean, you could, as as you went along, you could start doing would, all sorts of things, mate. I've seen you would find people, efficiencies, people dye their grass a greener colour. Really? Yeah, because they're after that, that look, you know. Yeah, so there's green. all sorts of things you can do to add value. Wow. Okay. Um, so I thought winter might knock us out a little bit. I've actually, with this commercial uh Lawn mowing business mm-hmm. that has been the thing that disrupts quite seasonal, yeah, can disrupt. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's not supposed to be raining. So, but I guess this is often what I teach clients to squeeze the season that you're in. If mm-hmm. you know you're going to get three days of good weather, you're just hustling and you're just working a bit harder in those days so that you can do, yep, yep. you know, less. So, you know, it's still achievable. Um, people would say, Yeah, but where am I going to get the finance? You're saying that I need 20 grand worth of equipment. That's you know, I don't have 20 grand, my average savings are three grand. All of this shit can be financed. Yeah, you can finance that or just sort it out. Like, if just you're going to go down the, this road, um, you've probably got a job and you shouldn't go into a lawn mowing business if you can't save up like 10 or 15 grand because yep. you're about to get a hit with a whole new run of expenses when you start a business. Mm, so nice. I think saving up 10 or 20 grand is compulsory, really. But you can finance it, yeah. If we sell goods or services that exceed $60,000 over a 12-month period... Oh, yeah, I've put in, I've put in here... At this point, I'm not thinking about GST or tax. I'm thinking about margin and selling. I'll worry about that later. Well, that's in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> but even if we said, okay, 200,000 divided by 1.15, um, that's taking GST off that. You'd still be left with 173K, mm-hmm. which then I think you said roughly about $40,000 of expenses. Yeah. Even if we said 50,000, you're left with 123 grand there. Let's minus another 10000 for some interest on some of that equipment maybe yep. um, and a repair that you didn't plan for. you still got 113 k It's not a bad little lawnmowing business. Yeah, you'll probably lose thirty grand to tax, um, income tax, and be left with eighty to 83 k It's more than most New Zealanders, mate. Exactly. So there you go. Quit your, so save twenty grand, quit your job, and go sell your street. <laughs> <laughs> sell your street lawnmowing. lawnmowing. But it's a good example of just taking... 
one idea exactly. and this working is, through the whole thing. Exactly. This was the point, this right? This is just one... I'm just using it because it was the first thing that came to mind when I kept getting asked the question about, like, uh, how do I start a business or whatever? And I was mm. like, okay, I'm going to come on a pod and tell you how I'd bang out lawn mowing. Yeah. Because it's so basic and everyone can understand it. No one, no, no one doesn't know what mowing lawns is. Yeah. I remember when I spoke at Massey once, I said, you, it's not your responsibility to figure out how you can create the fucking invisible, organic, environmentally friendly keep cup that no one's come up with yet, you know, <laughs> or like the next Facebook You'll go through your whole life and you'll never actually come up with that. Your goal is to find a problem in the market and solve it. Mm. And then do that at scale, make it more efficient, mm. create more margin, figure out what you like to do in the business, what you don't like doing, move yourself more towards that and have a good life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could like, I could actually do this and sell it in f- four years or whatever for a few hundred grand and then just move to another suburb and open it again. There we go. Well, and make another few hundred grand, and you'd end up after you know 10, 15 years with a couple of million dollars and having lived a good life. Well, it's possible because Jimbo, oh Jim's, Jim's mowing. Jim's mowing. What a story! Well, I don't even know much about it, but when we were searching mowing noises for <laughs> the intro music, there is a podcast, and it's inspiring Jim's franchisees running a Jim's mowing franchise, despite having oh cerebral palsy that's an interview with josh grant but there is a whole podcast series by jim's mowing or jim's group and it says um the official podcast of australia's largest franchise the jim's group largest franchise that is mind-blowing mate yeah so they have literally taken think about how big a friend oh i don't know what a franchise sells for in an area but it just shows you that that is possible Mm. And buying a franchise is basically, instead of going and getting all the equipment and stuff, they're basically going to tell you what you need, um, probably do some branding and marketing for you. You'll then pay a percentage of your sales for them to keep doing that. They'll give you systems and ways that they do it. They'll solve, they've already solved. You pay for them to solve all the problems that you're going to run into. Yeah. And, and, it, and yeah. yeah. And this is why I love, like I'm such a big fan of services industries. Um, because there's just so many stories of them working mm. and like yeah time and value like people will pay for convenience exactly it'll be it's the most paid for thing in the world yep um, and it, it 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 just can't fail if you put time and value in place you know yeah and the the beauty of a business like this is you can do the upsell and because I think 140 bucks to mow the lawns, like I'd be like, nah, forget about it, mate. Like for me, that sounds a lot, but I've yeah. been out of the market for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I think by the time I buy a box of sticks, I'd probably be like, fuck it, mate, just here's 150. <laughs> <laughs> Get it done. Yeah. Uh, well, do a good you, you job. Can, but Yeah, you can do them for, for 85 and then keep your sharp eye out and make sure that, you know, the, the latch on the gate is working and when that's not working, you say, oh, 35 bucks and we'll fix that up so it closes properly you know how many yeah. how many times I walk past a house or whatever and see that a gate isn't like closed properly it doesn't fit properly you know like all of that stuff can be fixed yeah so you can do handyman shit and upsell and do all sorts of stuff even when I've used Nextdo which we've mentioned the cleaning type website the first thing they upsell you is like oh you sure you don't want your microwave cleaned you're mm. like oh yeah I didn't think that's probably not included mm. and and it, it probably used to be included and they're probably like let's strip that out and mm. sell it oh it's five dollars I'm like that's real cheap that's probably a strategy they've probably pulled it out and gone well we'll do that too but 
are you going to bolt it on? At $5 when you're about to spend 80 bucks to have your apartment cleaned, I'm like, makes sense. That's the other thing, because pricing's information, right? So if your standard package is $140 to mow someone's lawns, and then you tell them that, you know, something, you know, clipping that gutter back up on the side of the house there because it's leaking water is $25. It sounds really cheap after you've just told them it's 140 for that other thing. Like, mm. it, And people just say yes all the time. That's how cross-selling works. Yeah. Um, in the cleaning <laughs> business, I've seen them to bolt on margin play. They would say, oh, would you like us to clean, do a one-off spring clean for your oven? Mm. Like, oh, yeah, should I haven't done that done in ages. Mm. Or even people, or oh, what about your barbecue outside? It's heading into summer. Do you want us to sort that? Oh, yeah, should actually. Yeah, why not? My one needs a repaint, mate. We caught ours on fire. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Blow the bad boy. Too many steaks. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty interesting. Oh, fantastic, mate. That's uh, That's been a good, very so, simple example. So all Mikey needs to do is just get going, but he needs an accountant to teach him about GST and tax. But that shit can be solved so quickly. Yeah. 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 I, I would... Um, this business could be run through Henry, right? Probably. Pretty easily. Like, it's pretty basic. Yep. You could just um, about, yeah, you could just about uh, do that. You could, yeah, some people may even want an invoice, which you could do out of Henry. Um, you'd, yeah, definitely want to try and increase the efficiency part of that. I'd ask to put people on an automatic payment if it was going to be consistent. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Did you work out, okay, so let's, the other way we could look at this is 173,000. I suppose this is just working this backwards, isn't it? 173,000 divided by, well, no, 140 divided by 1.15 is, say, hundred. Let's say 120. So 173,000 divided by $120 is, well, fuck, 1,441 mowing sessions. So you need to mow uh, 1,441 lawns. 1,441 lawns. In a year. What's that? Does that sound right? Five and a half a day. Yeah, 27 a week. Yeah. Easy. Divided by five, 5.4. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Happy days. Easy. If anyone wants to get started on this, I sell my street and do ten this week. Yeah, to sell ten this week, already started. By the end of February, I'd be on five a day minimum. You're a weapon, mate. Would you listen to this whilst you would you have this in your ears, like playing in the background? The lawnmower music. Yeah. You know, if I was going to go green and do the electric lawnmowers, I'd still have that tune playing. (laughs) (laughs) Good man. All right, mate. That has been an outstanding dive into how to. Take something that we can overcomplicate, i.e. starting a business, and bring it back to really, really simple. And that, you know, you should be able to take lessons from that and go, rightio, like how can I do the same type of thing with the problem that you want to solve in the marketplace? Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah, law mowing is just the example I've used. Think about like a couple of those basic, you know, calculations and principles and the sales pitch and things like that. Shit, someone's mowing the lawns next door. <laughs> and then just apply it to whatever service you're thinking of, really. Yeah, and if you think that it can't work, well, look at, go and research Jim's mowing because that's exactly what they've done to Genius. become Australia's, Australia's largest franchise. Yep. Let's go buy some lawns, mate. Yeah. <laughs>